Okay, so today um, I start a, a new topic. And before I get a little deeper into it, I just want to do a small introduction so persons will have an idea as to what the area to be discussed will be about. Now, all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible. And um, I do wish that persons will take time after I give the scriptures to actually spend time in reading their Bibles for themselves. Right? So, the Holy Bible informs us of the following. The following God revealed facts. That is, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So that is taken from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. So in order to confirm that scripture, the following evidence is being read from being read sorry from scripture from hebrews chapter 1 from verses 1 to 3 now hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 goes god who had some dry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets had in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he had appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of his majesty on high. So based on what I just read, the scriptures are Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 and Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. So one of the most important and most powerful forces in this universe is the spoken word of God. Because since God has blessed humanity with the gift of speech, share common sense will inform us that those who would agree in their inner man and amen God's word with their mouths would secure God's favor and blessings. And nothing should be impossible to such an individual, even as Jesus said in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, and Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Now, Satan, being aware of the capabilities of the individual who amens the revealed word of God, having heard what God said in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28, wasted no time and sought for an opportunity to prevent our first parents from attaining to the zenith of their God-ordained potential. So, having learned from his own past experience that rebellion against God would incur God's sure judgment, he tempted and defeated them on their first test of allegiance. So this episode is vividly cataloged in Genesis chapter 3 from verses 1 to 6. And that is for our learning and our admonition. Because Adam and Eve 
choose to obey Satan's words instead of God's words, they not only became recipients of Satan's nature. In addition, they relinquished their dominion rights over planet Earth to Satan, who through subtlety acquired the title of the God, Lord G, of this world, which is confirmed in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 to 4. But thanks be to God for his foreknowledge that allows him to know the end from the beginning. And as a consequence of same, he took the preemptive measure of sacrificing his lamb at the foundation of the world. As Revelation chapter 13 verse 8 states, And by that preemptive act, God secured for himself the right to redeem his creation from all of Satan's bondage. And since man's fall was precipitated by a Satan-induced rebellion, our salvation was indexed to repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. So, based on what was just said, the reality, therefore, is total redemption with subsequent restoration is available to the whosoever that will place their absolute trust in their creator who has made provision for and yearns to be their lord and master not by coercion but by their own volition so i would like persons to view and see themselves as a godlike created creature of dominion with the god-given capabilities far exceeding that which adam and eve originally possessed so brethren as you grasp and seek to put into practice these doctrinal insights be ever mindful to give due recognition adoration and glory to god for his goodness and his wonderful works to and for the children of men who were created in the image and likeness of god and divinely destined to be creatures of dominion so based on that small introduction persons will have an insight as to what the topics will be discussed from today onwards so the topic for today is one of the most powerful forces in the universe is the spoken word of god so this is just as a small dominion insight being revealed so brethren that topic one of the most powerful forces in the universe is the spoken word of god it secures biblical authentication when we realize that by the spoken word of god the words were framed thereby as hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 states and that they are held together and upheld by the said word of his power as colossians chapter 1 verse 17 and hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 states 
So I read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 now. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 goes like this. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And then it's Colossians chapter 1, verse 17. So Colossians chapter 1 verse 17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, which states, Who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And we know that the hymn, capital H-I-M, of Colossians 1, chapter 17, and the he, capital H-E, meaning who, had by himself of Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, refer to the said person who is none other than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, even the eternal word of 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, or John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. So I'll turn to 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, which states, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And we have John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. So based on the scriptures, therefore, we understand that when there was no one else but God, who is before all things, as Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 states, God through his eternal word spoke this universe into existence. And this fact, scientists so-called, are endeavoring to disapprove. But brethren... Not only does Jesus use the words of his power, as we read in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, along with that which is not seen, to create, uphold, and hold together all things, 
He even uses the words of his mouth, which is the word of his power, as a weapon of destruction against his own chosen people who became his adversaries. So the following scripture would confirm such, which is, O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as a morning cloud, and as the early dew it goeth away. Therefore have I hewed them by the prophets, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, which is taken from Hosea 6, chapter 6, from verses 4 to 5. And while you are considering this, though that was just read from Hosea chapter 6, verses 4 to 5, it is surely fitting that you be reminded of this fact, that if you are a born-again believer, indeed, you became one by believing in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and by confessing Jesus Christ as your Lord with your mouth. This fact, which is found in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to verse 10, confirms such. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So brethren, from the first epistle of the apostle Peter, we have the following evidence that the word of God has the potential to save man's soul. As the following scripture states, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So with respect to the warfare potential of the word of God, the apostle Paul, writing to the saints in Ephesus, penned us the following gem. Take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That is taken from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 and verse 16 to 18. So as I close, please note that all our attacking weapons and our protective armor involve the use of the word of God. This is significant indeed, and it highlights the pivotal role of the word of God, not only in creation and the upholding of sin, but also in the salvation and protection of the redeemed of the Lord. So, finally, but by no means of less importance, is the role of the spoken word in the creation of our present world, as we know it, for from Genesis chapter 1, verses 3 to 26, 
we notice that God consistently used the term, let there be, as his creative tool, thereby highlighting the pivotal role of the spoken word of God in the creation of our solar system. So do not exhaustive, brethren. The scriptures mentioned today, it gives insights and should suffice to highlight the importance and potency of the spoken word of God in the universal scheme of things. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again, and we continue the topic on the dominion insights pertaining to the most powerful force in the universe, which is the spoken word of God. So please read your Bibles and prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return. So brethren, that's the end today. Love you and God love you.